Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Happy 2021, my friends! Oh my gosh, seriously. I am feeling all of the good vibes with this new year. I hope that you are too. And with a fresh new year ahead of us, full of possibilities, I thought I'd sit down and have a little heart-to-heart slash motivational solo pep talk with you about fear and confidence because I feel like a lot of us don't do the things we want to do because we lack confidence and are fearful of maybe being rejected, judged, or failing. And I just... I really, I want us both, I want us all to cut it out because life is truly just too short for that. It is. It's too short for that. And, you know, over the few days leading up to January 1st, I was doing some heavy self-reflecting and I was looking over my goals and my intentions for last year and really thinking about how I can make this year better. And not even just as far as goals go, but in the way that I'm showing up in all areas of my life. And something that came up for me that has been a relevant theme in my life for a long time is feeling confident in myself, owning who I am, self-judgment, and straight up fear of being seen, which might sound funny to some people because I literally share my life on the internet and post photos of myself on Instagram all the time. But when I say fear of being seen, what I mean by that is like actually Allowing myself to be seen as an imperfect, flawed human being. And I know, you know, I know a lot of people want to blame social media when it comes to people feeling insecure and such. And I know that it's blamed a lot for people getting caught in the comparison trap. And I also know that that is probably true for a lot of people. And it definitely does play a role in those things for me on occasion, but more often than not, social media has really helped me in a lot of ways, and I'll touch on that later. But truthfully, the root of my confidence issues began long before social media. Interestingly enough, I am an innately outgoing and confident human, but somewhere along the line, I unknowingly trained myself to be otherwise. In fifth grade, which was a long time ago, I can actually remember that that was around the time that I really started to question myself. I began to doubt my abilities and started to create this habit of trying to make myself small. I've always been a super feeling sensitive person and I take things to heart. And I see now looking back that I really allowed other people's comments in those early formative years to shape the way I viewed myself. And actually, if we're gonna get really, really real, I know that a lot of my self-worth issues really started from a lack of feeling wanted by my father, but it was truly fueled by insecure middle school and high school bullies. And looking back, I can see clearly all the things that these bullies said to me were really more of a reflection of how they were feeling, but I couldn't see that then. 
I was impressionable, sensitive, and struggling with difficult family dynamics and took every hurtful word spoken to me as my truth. All that being said, confidence and fear has been something that I've really had to work on. But as I sat here the other day reflecting on 2020 and planning for 2021, I had this light bulb moment. It does not matter what anyone says about me. It doesn't matter who judges me. None of it matters. What matters is how I feel about what I'm doing. And if it makes me happy, then I should just effing do it. Like when I think about the sixth grade talent show and how badly I wanted to sing, but I ended up choosing not to because I was scared I would be bullied. It literally, it breaks my heart because back then my fear was very real. But today sitting here, I'm sitting here wishing I could go back and tell my younger self to just give fear the middle finger and go for it because none of those people even matter in my life now anyways. Literally, they hold no weight in my life. In fact, I can actually think of at least 10 instances where someone who has been previously mean to me, whether that be in high school or after high school, I can think of literally 10 people top of my head right now that have come back to me later and reached out and apologized and told me that they were hurting in some way and that's why they took it out on me. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. First of all, I really do appreciate that. Makes me feel a little less crazy. But I'm like, wait, you mean I held myself back for nothing? You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even about me? Like why do we let insignificant people hold so much weight in our lives? Becky in sixth grade who bullied me and ultimately kept me from sharing my gifts at the talent show or made me question my science fair project or kept me from, you know, fully expressing myself. Like I don't even know her now. She's absolutely insignificant in my life. I'm rambling, but like take back your power. This is your life. This is your life. And as morbid as this sounds, I have news for you. We will die at the end of this journey. There are no do-overs. You cannot get this time back. This is your life. Why are you living your life for other people? Your life is meant to be lived by you for you. And just like I can sit here today and think back 20 years ago and wish that in sixth grade, I would have just owned who I was and done the thing I wanted to instead of shrink back, I can say confidently that if I don't go for all the things that I'm passionate about right now, that in 20 years, I will look back on this time that I'm currently living with the same regret and wish that I would have just gone for it. Look, I I don't wanna stir up regret because we can't go back and we can't change the past, but we have an opportunity right now in this moment to give fear the middle finger, own who we are, and go for it. Wow, I'm like, I'm I'm really on one right now, guys, but like, this is why I, I just like, oh man, I want you to make this year the year that you just go for it and stop worrying so much about what other people are gonna say. And I know that all of this sounds easier said than done, but it literally seems so simple to me when I zone in on all of it. 
It all comes down to fear. And look, I'm not even gonna lie here. Fear in the moment, it can feel very real. And it's an interesting thing because we do need it in some instances, right? Fear isn't all bad. We need it to trigger us to protect ourselves when needed in real danger. But we need to get into the habit of not allowing fear to run the show when it comes to us putting ourselves out there or expressing ourselves or going for the things that light us up. Okay, the truth is fear will always be there, but we have a choice in whether we choose to engage with it or forge ahead with courage. Living from a place of fear can become a habit. Yes, you can create good habits and you can adopt unproductive habits and living in and responding from fear can become a habit too. And if fear has become a habit for you, like it was for me, I want you to take a moment right now and forgive yourself. Let's take a breath. Okay, blame is unproductive. And while it is your fault, or rather your responsibility, if you continue to perpetuate this habit, it is not your fault for initially creating the habit yourself. From a young age, we're taught to play it safe, not take risks, to be careful, and to caution literally everyone around us to do the same. And again, while fear in some aspects is a good thing because it can help keep us safe in truly dangerous situations, it can also hold us back when we're working towards big goals and creating our dream life and getting into the energy of expressing ourselves authentically and fully. And in those situations, the only real risk is possibly having to readjust our action plan and try again. Living from a place of fear has become such an accepted part of our social conditioning that we don't even realize we're doing it. And it's pretty wild, but when you think about it, our initial reaction, most of the time when we see someone taking a leap of faith or taking a risk or being bold is to allow our minds to go to the worst possible outcome. And then we want to rush over and warn and and worry, or we just cast like really hardcore judgment. Imagine how different our world would be if we were less fearful What if we were not only taught to believe in miracles, but also supported and rewarded instead of cautioned and reprimanded for taking huge leaps into the unknown? We are all so caught up in fitting in and not going against the grain. Why? I don't know. But like, I truly believe we are not all meant to fit in. We are all so unique. And the beautiful thing I think about being human is that there is no one quite like you. No one is you and that is your power. And I'm not sitting here and saying any of this like I'm perfect at this all the time and I have no fear. The reality is I've never been fearless, but I have always been determined to never let fear stop me. While I've done a lot of work to rebuild my confidence after a lot of trauma and work on not allowing my fear to control me, it still happens to me. There are still moments like let's take TikTok for instance. I think it's a really fun platform. I really enjoy it, but I get intimidated because I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I'm not doing the same things that other people are doing and I'm not dancing and I'm not shaking my ass and doing X, Y, Z, whatever it is that these people are doing on TikTok. And so instead of doing the thing that I want to do, which is post and share yoga on TikTok, I didn't do it because I was scared. Well, what if I post it and people are mean? What if people don't like it? Well, what if da, 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 da? And I let that fear hold me back. And then at some point I was like, what are you doing, Shayla? First of all, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. If you feel like posting on TikTok, you should do it. 
And guys, the other thing about fitting in and like going against the grain, think about some of the most successful people that you know. Lady Gaga. Um, she's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, or like Katy Perry, who were really maybe perceived as kind of like out there. They are so creative, so amazing, so admired by so many people, so successful. And I really think what made them that way is the fact that they were unafraid to step out and do something different. The majority of our world plays it safe and because we are so fearful of going against the grain due to conditioning and valuing other people's opinions over our own, we too decide on a regular basis, whether we're conscious of it or not, to play it safe and stay small. And the other thing I want to say about fear is that fear lives in the future, right? Like oftentimes we are fearful of things that haven't even happened yet. Take my TikTok incident, for example. (laughs) So funny that I'm literally talking about TikTok. Um, But just keeping it real, guys. But like, before I would even post anything, I let it stop me because I was scared of things that hadn't even happened yet, right? Like, the feeling of being afraid or worried is real, but the fear itself that most of us are faced with when it comes to stepping out or putting yourself out there, creating your dream life or going big is all made up because it literally hasn't even happened yet. Which is just like, um, okay, well, when you put it that way, yeah, okay, that that makes it seem a little silly, you know? But like, also, before I go on, I just want to say that if you're experiencing fear, you're having a hard time with confidence, or you're worried about putting yourself out there, being judged, or being rejected, I am not diminishing your feelings, and I'm right there with you. I experience the same things. Even with where I'm at in my career, even with all the work that I've done, I still experience moments of self-doubt and feel like I'm lacking confidence and I'm worried about putting myself out there. So please know that I'm not diminishing it at all, but I want to give you the confidence boost that you might need to just do the damn thing. I want to try to give you a little bit of a different perspective here on fear and confidence because I really want you to just go for it this year. And you know, when it comes to giving fear the middle finger, the first step is learning to be comfortable instead of terrified by the unknown. And this is done through faith, self-belief, and confidence. And the confidence comes, you know, the more faith you have and the more self-belief you have and the more you practice it, the more confidence you will start to cultivate. It basically comes down to two choices though. Is your fear greater than your faith in the unknown in yourself? Or is your faith in the unknown and yourself greater than your fear? You have to learn to feel the fear and do it anyways. Literally everything that you want in life is on the other side of fear. Okay, so if you're thinking all this sounds great, but you're like, Shayla, I'm still feeling insecure and scared. Let's talk about some ways we can start to change that. Because 2021 is the year that we're going to change that, right? Okay, so first thing is thinking about what I spoke about earlier. I want you to become painfully aware of your impermanence and mortality and let that inspire you to just go for it. For me personally, that gets me every time. Being present and in the moment is a powerful way to combat fear as well. Instead of living in the future and allowing fear to take over, stay in the moment and connect to your higher self. Breathe. And stay connected to your truth. Keep your frequency high and your belief in miracles strong instead of falling prey to the fears in your mind. And you will find that you are not only much better equipped to deal with whatever situation it is that you're headed for, but 
that nine times out of 10, it's way scarier in your mind than it is in reality. When working with my fear and confidence, I also like to think about all the times in my past that I quote unquote failed and really ask myself, was it that bad? No. Did I recover? Yes. Am I okay now? Yes. Did I learn from it and readjust? Yes. Are things better now because of the perceived failure? Yeah, actually. Was it worth it to at least try? Hell yes. You know, so just keep that in mind. Like you're never not going to be okay. You've always picked yourself up. You found a way. Have a little bit more faith in yourself in the fact that you can do hard things. I think it's also really important to be more mindful about the information you are absorbing on a daily basis. Like, what blogs do you read? What TV shows do you watch? What Instagram accounts are you following? Who are you surrounding yourself with on a daily basis? And what do you focus on in your day-to-day life? Honestly, I don't watch the news anymore, and I know that that can be like really triggering for some people because people find it irresponsible. But I stopped a long time ago because it created a lot of fear-based thinking. And while some people might think that it's irresponsible of me, you know, to be out of touch with what's happening, I think it's the most responsible thing that I was able to do for my mental health because it allows me to keep my positive and optimistic perspective and helps me keep my vibes high, which allows me to continue to serve the collective. And this isn't about being in denial or out of touch with what's going on in the world. It's about how much of this information you really need. Yes, I do read the news when I need to. I do check in with trusted sources, but I don't do it on a daily basis because it lowers my vibe. So with this tip, I'm not saying don't watch the news anymore, but I'm just saying be mindful about what you're consuming and surround yourself with high vibrational people and things. Trusting yourself more is another way to combat fear. And the more you begin to trust yourself, the more you will begin to trust your intuition. And knowing that you have your best interest at heart and knowing that you are trustworthy, you'll come to understand that you would truly never do something that would intentionally put you in danger. The other thing I like to think about when fear comes up is have I ever really not been okay? The reality is that I've personally, I've been through a lot of serious shit. But even through the darkest of times, the hardest challenges, the deepest holes I've gotten myself into, I've never not been okay. I've never not figured it out. And clearly, neither of you. I also mentioned earlier in the beginning of this episode that social media has actually helped me in a lot of ways with my confidence because it's given me the opportunity to be brave and allow myself to be seen. A couple of years ago, I was struggling with cystic acne and I literally would not go on Instagram stories without a full face of makeup and a filter. And then one day I was like, fuck it. Sorry for the F-bomb, but like it just came out. But I just said, screw it. And I showed up on my stories without makeup and it was so liberating. Like, yes, I am human. Yes, I have flaws. Yes, I get breakouts. Yes, I have hereditary dark circles and stretch marks and a birthmark and all sorts of things. Like, why am I trying to pretend like I'm perfect? No one is perfect. Everyone has something. And honestly, I know that showing up authentically and showing up fully as the beautiful, unique 
perfectly imperfect human being that you are can be scary because you run the risk of other people kind of attacking you. But like other people attacking you is about them feeling insecure about their own stuff. It has nothing to do with you. And the more you show up as your authentic self, the more you will inspire others to do the same. And the more confident you'll get to continue to own who you are. I think if we all were just a little bit more honest and real with all the things that make us human, I think that that would just send out a message of permission to everyone else to do the same. It's like, why are we trying to play this part? And then like to wrap this up, because I I do like to keep these solo episodes on the shorter end, and I'm not doing a good job of that at this point. I I just want to say that yes, When you go against the grain or you step out in a brave way, you will most likely receive judgment from others. But know that anyone who tries to bring you down is simply insecure with themselves. It has nothing to do with you and you cannot let that stop you. The only time I ever take someone's opinion into consideration anymore is if I have admiration and respect for them or what they are doing in their lives. No one who is doing more than you will ever try to bring you down. The possible judgment that you might receive when wearing that bold outfit or putting yourself out there on social media will have nothing, I repeat, nothing to do with you. It will truly be a reflection of the person doing the judging's lack of confidence and overgrowth of fear. And also, it like, it really, it literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. Again, we are impermanent. I know that, I know it's like very morbid that I keep saying this, but I I just really want to like, I have my hands on your shoulders right now. You know, I want to just like really get you to see this because I don't want you to waste any precious time or any of your precious gifts. We are impermanent. And I can guarantee you that on your deathbed, you will not be worrying about what Joe Schmo said about your blog or your talent show performance, etc. I got so much backlash, you guys, when I started my Instagram and my blog in the beginning. And choosing to do it anyways really allowed me to build confidence. And it's funny because those same people who made sly comments about my blog, like, oh yeah, cool blog post, and just made me feel insecure and question myself, those same people have come back to me at some point or another, literally DMing me on Instagram, sending me an email, requesting an interview for wherever they're working currently to let me know that they are so inspired by what I'm doing. That's funny, isn't it? Just like take that as a lesson to just keep doing what you're doing. Brush off the haters and the naysayers and keep showing up for yourself and your dreams. Please, I'm asking you, do not wait until it's too late. Do the thing right now. Do all of the things that light you up and bring you joy. Stop putting your self-worth in the hand of others. Take back your power and own who you are in all of your glorious, unique beauty and go for it. I'm going to invite you right now to decide that you're going to make 2021 the year that you give fear the middle finger and you live your truth courageously. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. 
And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.